0: I don't know if you've looked at the standings lately, but uh, Vancouver, uh, they're out there. We're going to talk about them and much more on today's episode of Locked On NHL.
1: You're Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everyone. You are listening and/or watching Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we bring you all the latest, greatest news across the NHL five days a week. Here on this very show. Thank you for tuning in and making today's show your first listen of the afternoon? Question mark uh, As we, uh, we 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 decided to record a little later because we both looked at like what was happening in the NHL yesterday, and we're like, we want something bigger. We want something better to talk about for today's show. And I think we found it because all sorts of stuff happened yesterday. My name is Sarah, host of Locked On Kings and one half of your Locked On NHL Western Conference Wednesday crew joined as always by Jess from Locked On Flames as we uh, look at what's happening in the uh, left side of the NHL map. And we're going to start with the one that I think has taken everyone by surprise, which is the Vancouver Canucks have been on a tear. And like my, you know, so as a person who covers the Kings, my main concern is like, what is Vegas up to? Because they're right below the Kings. And so they're really all I've been paying attention to. I haven't watched like the rest of the division because most of them are eliminated by now. And I knew Vancouver was like hanging in there, but I didn't realize exactly how much they're hanging in there because right now, the time that we're recording this, Uh, Vegas and Vancouver are tied they both have 87 points Uh, Vegas would have the like tiebreaker because they have more regulation wins but what (laughs) I
1: I guess you know shout out to everybody who had Vancouver Um, you know they're the sleeper team I guess I when you sent me that message this morning saying hey like we need to talk about Vancouver. And i was like, what's going on in Vancouver? And then I looked and was like, oh, they That's
0: going on. can win. Like, I knew they
1: were doing mm-hmm. well, like, based on the few Vancouver tweets I've seen on my mm-hmm. timeline. But I didn't realize that they were still, I guess, technically in playoff contention. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought that they were like... You know, oh, we're hopeful, but we've got like five points to make up and everything would have to go perfect. No, they are right there in it. Um, and this is all, of course, Bruce Boudreaux. Uh the okay. team before Boudreaux took over, they were 815 and two under Travis Green. Since Bruce Boudreaux came on board, it's the Boudreaux bump. They're 30, 13, and nine. Uh so A imagine what this team would have been like had they actually had Boudreaux all season. Mm-hmm. Um like they've won six of their last 10, uh, two overtime losses. So they're still picking up points even when they're not closing out the deal. This is now the funniest possible timeline.
1: Imagine if
0: Vegas gets bumped out
1: by a team who I'm pretty sure was sitting at the bottom of the Pacific Standing at one oh, point yeah. Of season.
0: Yeah. They were not, uh, not doing very well yeah. and everyone just sort of wrote them off and and here we are uh their uh, their schedule to end the season is kind of tough well it's pretty tough uh they have minnesota calgary seattle the kings and edmonton and you know those lat the last two games the kings and edmonton i think is going to be especially important for them because they're kind of chasing them too uh, right. vegas doesn't have a very easy schedule either uh, as they wrap up their season, uh, they've got Washington, the Sharks, Dallas, Chicago, and St. Louis. So I think this is for like the first time ever that Vegas is going to have to play meaningful games at this point, because usually they had it all wrapped up. And this is the first time in a while that Vancouver's playing meaningful games, because usually they've been eliminated by now.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's hard to like root for anyone in the division that's not yeah. your team, but... I think Vancouver should just kind of go balls to the walls here and just play their hearts out. I I don't know. I I think that everyone is kind of a little too comfortable in the Pacific Division. Mm -hmm. And it's time for Vancouver
0: to ruffle some feathers. Yeah, let's get crazy.
1: Right. And I think all of these teams have kind of come in this – Season And, you know, everyone's pre-seasons, preseason predictions were just like, yeah, Vegas will be at the top, and then maybe Calgary and Edmonton, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we'll figure Everything something else. out there in the wild card. And, no. No, it was like the exact opposite.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so. they are led in points by JT Miller, who has very quietly put up 93 points this season. Wait. Like, where'd that come from?
1: Weren't they just trying to trade this guy at the deadline?
0: Yeah, they were. Or at least people were saying they should have. Yeah. But they kept him, and he's been great. Um, Elias Pettersson, Quinn Hughes, uh both uh, in the low 60s, so they're, like, next on the team. Um, uh, Thatcher Demko, their goalie, has been putting together a pretty strong season. Like, <laughs> no one expected this. and, no. and I, I, I feel like for the Canucks, like, Canucks fans – Like, I I would think you have to be excited because everyone wrote your team off, you know, two weeks into the season. And here you are, even if you don't make it, like, imagine how energized that gets you for next season to come back and be like, all right, we can compete with these guys.
1: You're hanging there. Like, you're hanging in there. And I think having a nearly 100-point scorer, I mean, there's still, still obviously time left in the season to get to that point, but come on like that's exciting and i i don't know what was there truly a difference maker obviously with bruce boudreau but like with the players like were they finally Mm -hmm. feeling something feeling energized and i don't know
0: yeah it seems to have just changed the the whole the whole room like immediately after the change guys looked like they were having fun again uh, and you know at this point you're like are they going to resign boudreau like are they going to give him a deal is he back like how do you not bring him back because he has turned this team around uh, in comparison to vegas who most recently lost to the new jersey devils a uh, three to two loss uh, on monday uh, which was again Kind of funny. Sorry, Vegas fans. Uh, and you uh, you pointed out a stat to me uh, before we recorded that I think is very, uh, very interesting. I did. And
1: uh, I have to just pull it up real quick. But it is, uh, I was cackling when I saw this. So I hope some jaws hit the floor. But since Jack Eichel has made his Golden Knights debut, which was February 16th, the Sabres are 13, 14, and 3, but Vegas is 13, 14, and 2. That is quite uh, the interesting take, I would yeah. say, uh, that. Huh. Stat, but um, yeah, so maybe Jack Eichel isn't the problem, like, the sole <laughs> problem within the
0: team or the, like, key fix to things. Right. And yeah, I feel like, you know, for as much as everyone, you know, saw that trade at the time and were like, wait, that's it? That's all Buffalo got for Jack Eichel? Like, Alex Tuck has been working out really well for them. He has been helping, like, lead the Sabres. Um, you know, they, they've been getting contributions from other players. Like, the guys there, I mean, talk about looking like they're having fun playing again. Um, players in Buffalo don't look like they're just going through the motions. Uh, right. and, and I think they have a good foundation to build on. And here, here we are. Here we are with, uh, with, with Vegas just struggling.
1: How, how much do you think that Eichel wishes he ended up in Colorado instead?
0: Oh, boy. I mean, he's probably, like, calling his agent. He's like, really, right. man? Really? right
1: like he's like how do we reverse
0: this yeah i mean but... it's it's i love it it's chaos yeah. this is it's it's chaos and it's like i feel reasonably confident enough that like my team is gonna stay where they are that it's the chaos i can enjoy like
1: right like you don't have to sweat this one out the way yeah, that so, you know like vancouver.
0: Yeah, vancouver and vegas fans are yeah. so good, good luck to them I hope I'm going to be, it's going to be really interesting to watch these last couple games. I think the Kings last game of the season is against Vancouver. uh, So that's going to be meaningful for both of them. Uh, And it's, this is the chaos that no one expected from the Pacific division. So uh, bring it on. We're going to talk about some other surprising teams in uh, in the Western Conference that we both were like, oh, wow, they just did that. Uh, we're going to talk about that next on the show. But first, I want to tell you all about HelloFresh, because with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip uh, trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. If you've never done HomeFresh before, or uh, <laughs> HomeFresh, that's not what it's called. If you've ever, If you've never done... HelloFresh before, uh, what they do is you go online, you can pick your meals that you want sent, so you're basically choosing, they're not just sending you arbitrary things, so if you really love pork or chicken or shrimp or something, you can make sure that all the meals you're getting are things that you're going to want to eat. They send you all the ingredients that you need, so you get a bag with literally like a pepper, an onion, some helpfully labeled bags of like seasoning and stuff, And they send you the meat products and they send you a very cool recipe card that you can keep and then make the recipe again on your own if you really want. Uh, And it just makes the whole kitchen cooking meal planning experience way easier uh, for people who are busy, who don't love trying to like you you go in your kitchen, you look at all your things and you're like, I don't know how to make a meal out of all this. HelloFresh solves all of those problems for you. So if you're like me and you want your kitchen time to be less like stressful, you should go to hellofresh.com slash locked on 16 and use the code locked on 16 to get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That is hellofresh.com slash locked on 16 code locked on 16 to get all of your cool stuff. This is HelloFresh and it is America's number one meal kit. So the other team in the Western Conference that we were both like, oh, wow, that sure happened and no one noticed, uh, was the St. Louis Blues, who just just wound up a pretty substantial winning streak. Uh, They lost to the Bruins. But, like, speaking of where did this come from, how did the Blues very quietly rack up this winning streak? And I feel like no one noticed.
1: That's the thing. I didn't even know that they were on that winning streak. I was watching... um... The game last night, and they had mentioned like the nine-game win streak. And I was like, "What? How? How did that happen?" Like, I knew that they were a competitive team, obviously, but I knew that they'd been having goaltending issues, and I knew that they had had some sort of um, oh my goodness, you know, injuries and whatnot. And then Tarasenko has like forty goals, or something. He does. <laughs> and this is just a guy who was left unprotected in the expansion draft who was supposedly going to have surgery or I'm not surgery. Sorry. He has 33 goals, Uh, but he, he was tired of the medical staff and whatnot, but he's, he leads the team in points with 78. Um,
0: That's so many points,
1: (laughs) right? Like I'm just, I'm sitting here like scrolling through their standings and, Or through their stats, rather. And I'm just blown away. Um, You know, Jordan Bennington is having a tough year, which I can't say I'm, like, sorry for.
0: but Not not super bummed about.
1: Right. But their goalie, uh, I guess, backup turned starter. I don't know. They're kind of just doing a one-two deal with these Mm -hmm. guys. But he has, um, I think his name's Huso. Mm Mm-hmm. And he has a 2.46 goals against average. And his save percentage is a 923, which is up there with like Vesna candidates.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's, yeah. they've pretty much split games. Like he's played more games than Bennington. So I don't get it.
0: Yeah, this is this is going to create a really interesting problem for the Blues after this season, too, because uh, Bennington, obviously they gave that like monster deal to. He is signed until 2027. Uh, Cap hit a six million dollars a year uh, and has clearly struggled this year. Ville Husso is a year younger than Bennington, so it's not like he you know, they've both been around for a while. Uh, both of them spent a very long time in the minors before you know getting getting the call up. Uh, Huso is an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. And so I feel like the Blues, you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm sure you can tune into Locked On Blues to hear more about their, like, goaltending pipeline. I don't know enough about, like, who's behind him in the system. But, like, do the Blues re-sign him? Do they, like,
1: they challenge Jordan to.
0: Binnington? They have to.
1: They're, yeah. I mean, it would be foolish not to. I just, I don't know. And I don't know what their cap space looks like mm-hmm. um, off the top of my head. But I, why would you, number one, they put, I said this back in 2019 when they signed Bennington to that extension or 2020, whatever it was. Um, they put all their eggs in one basket. And this yeah. I'm sure I can find the tweet and say, this is going to age like milk in the sun. Mm-hmm. And um, I just... Karma. As a Bruins fan, I'm just going to say it's karma. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I really, I, I don't know. And then um, Pavel Bucha, Buchnev, Buchnevich, can't talk, um, f- which he was acquired from the Rangers. And the Rangers mm-hmm. are having a killer year. But he's also having a killer year with 71 points as well. Surprise. Right. I didn't know he was poss- like capable of doing that.
0: Yeah. Like I knew he was good. Like whenever that right. trade happened, I was like, oh, this is sneaky good. Like if the Rangers were trading him, you know, more people should have been in on that. But right. yeah, he's he's exploded for the Blues. And I feel like, you know, with the playoffs around the corner, the Blues are currently um, they're currently sitting in third place in the central, ha- putting them up for a matchup with Minnesota, uh, who I feel like if you like listen to wild fans, they're like, oh, my God, the team is like they've won seven of their last 10. So I I think that's pretty good. Uh, The blues have won nine of their last 10. Their only loss has been an overtime loss. Uh, So, you know, you're going into that matchup. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury, obviously huge for, for Minnesota. Uh, We're going to talk about him in a little bit too, but I feel like St. Louis is going to have an interesting choice to make when it comes to game one of who do you start? Like, do you keep going with the hot hand who has gotten you, where you're at do you go back to the guy who won you the stanley cup like Like, because
1: billing billington i can't even talk i'm sorry everyone i
0: bennington- just got your joke i just got your joke and that's think.
1: <laughs> bennington is a sore loser like yeah we he has a temper and i just i don't want to see this I call him a kid. He's literally a year younger than Bennington, but to have him miss out on an, a fantastic opportunity to start in the playoffs because Blues management and whoever their coach is—is is it still
0: uh, Barube? Mm, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, feels like he has to go back to the guy that won won him the cup. Mm-hmm. Mm, like I, I want. I think Huso
0: would be a great. Mm-hmm. Guy. Yeah, and I mean I, it's like. It's like at the end of the day, you start who so he does really bad. Okay, well, you've got another goalie. Like, you you have options. Um, But it's a problem that I I don't think, you know, no one expected them to have this problem because everyone was just like, oh, Biddington's the dude. Uh, He he has been meh this year.
1: Right. And then, you know, I think when they traded away Jake Allen Mm -hmm. that same summer, um, they knew that Obviously, this kid was the next,
0: yeah,
1: next backup. But Jake Allen has had quite the struggles as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean,
1: that's a whole different story.
0: But yeah, I mean, a he's Jake Allen. B he's been hurt most of the year. C even if he wasn't, he's in Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, when Nothing when when, really was going in his when the Canadians keep scoring exactly zero goals to help carry Price out in his return, like. I don't know what I don't know, man. <laughs> They're trying. Listen to locked on Canadians. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got lots of feelings. They do. Many of them are about Cole Caulfield. <laughs> Cannot blame them. <laughs> it's, that's fair. Um, speaking of the wild, we're going to talk about some news out of Minnesota coming up after this. But before we do that, uh, let's uh, let's have a snack. Yes, we I mean, we love talking about snacks
1: and food on this show. But uh, built bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that I think uh, should be in everyone's like lunchbox. Uh, They come in many different flavors and they have these new uh, marshmallow puffs, which are just like the first ever protein infused marshmallows and they taste delicious. The best part about it is that you don't feel like you're eating something healthy. So you can like trick your mind. And um, I know I will be ordering some more very soon. And you can get them at Bilt.com and check out all of the flavors and um, the variety packs. Uh, Just find what you need. And then when you're done, you can use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Like I said, lots of different options. And they're good for you. High in fiber, high in protein, low in carbs, and calories. And again, you can check them out at Bilt.com with promo code LOCKED15.
0: All right. I love snacks. I feel like I'm going to go get a snack after this, uh, after we talk all about Marc-Andre Fleury, the like the guy that you can put him on any team and people will be like, oh, I hate that team, but I love him. Yeah, like he, he gets that reaction from from everybody, which is great. Uh, so he, of course, was with Chicago this year after Vegas sort of unceremoniously traded him without telling him about it. Uh, and Vegas, uh, Chicago at the deadline traded him to the Wild to give them a little bit more security in goal for them uh and he recently announced there's been a lot of kind of questions about what he's going to do uh this is his last season on his contract uh you know people are kind of wondering you know he he's 37 he's won basically everything you can win uh, he's been you know iconic in this league uh, and they're like well what what's next for Marc-Andre Fleury and he said uh he said yesterday that he wants to keep playing he is hoping to sign another deal next year and he is not ready to hang up, uh, hang up the skates yet, which I feel like has got to have, I mean, speaking of teams with goalie problems, uh, you know, has got to have a lot of teams kind of perking up because who wouldn't want, even if he, even if he like turns back into a beach ball and like, you know, can't stop anything, the experience, the like, I always hate whenever people make a big deal out of like, Oh, a guy's character, because a lot of times that's like code for, you know, he's a white dude from Ontario basically. Right. Um, but, but I, no one I know in hockey who has ever worked with, interacted with Marc-Andre Fleury, no one has anything bad to say about him. So if you're a team that has like a young goalie, uh, or maybe you're just unsure of your goaltending position, like, why wouldn't you want to bring him in,
1: right? And I mean, I think it's a low risk, high reward sort of deal mm-hmm. here. Um, you know, you you can sign him for a year. Mm-hmm. I think that that's probably like the only term that they would, yeah. that um, you know, both his agent and the team would really agree upon. Especially, you know, be thirty eight. So, mm-hmm. I think. I think that there are a few teams. Who could definitely. Definitely. uh, Use a guy Mm -hmm. like him. And. I. This guy has won everything. Yeah. And like when we were talking. About the show. And we were like okay. like What do we want to talk about? Like this guy is like Tom Brady. In the sense of (laughs) he has won everything he could possibly win. And he's still playing. Yeah. But I don't. You know, I think that, obviously, there's the sense of, oh, like, he's playing to win another cup. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. like, he want to win. But I just, I don't think that any athlete wants to go out before yeah. they're, yeah. you know, they want to leave it all out on the field or the ice, wherever they're playing. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think if the Wild make a good run, I think that they could easily, you know, mm-hmm. resign Bring him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he, he like, you know, thinking about guys who want to, you know, they want to go out on their own terms. They want to keep playing as long as they can. He like, even in practice, he is having fun. Like he, if you ever watch him, like he is like grinning the whole game. He loves this. And of course he's going to play as long as he can. And yeah, I think Minnesota, obviously is going to have first crack at, at re-signing him. Um, I know a big thing for him and one of the reasons why it was sort of iffy if he was going to get traded at all was he was like, I don't want to move my family around. I don't want to have to keep uprooting my kids, my wife. I think they have like what? Three, two, three kids at least. Three. three, Yeah. They're all very cute. They're all very adorable little, you know, children. Um, but you know, I, I, so I could see him if Minnesota wants to keep him, I could see him wanting to stay there just because he's like, well, we're here. Um, I know that there had been some kind of talk of, you know, even if Chicago trades him, maybe he comes back to Chicago um, since, you know, he's been there all year. Like, I don't know if his family's moved, if they're still there, um, but, you know, you could see that. But I, I think that, you know, if Minnesota thinks he's a good fit, why wouldn't you want to keep him?
1: Yeah. And I I would argue that Minnesota is more of a contender, obviously, mm-hmm. than uh Chicago so i think that they would honestly make the stronger push for him to yeah. come back uh especially you know if he does have a good playoff run and yeah. if the team does as well so i don't want to say like oh it's all dependent on his mm-hmm. playoff uh performance i mean the guy has a stacked resume that he could yeah. literally yeah. And yeah.
0: him, right so. and i think like i i don't think minnesota really has anyone else like i don't know that their goaltending pipeline they have like i know they drafted a guy i think in the last draft or something but he's not ready to come he's over fine. yet right. um so you know it could be it could be a good fit for them while they're waiting for one of their young guys to be right. to be ready to come up
1: and i love cam talbot I, he seems like a really nice guy but he is not a number one goaltender. Yeah, unfortunately.
0: So, yeah, my, my the dog behind me thinks that Flurry should stay with Minnesota. So, she made her her thoughts known. So, Flurry to Minnesota again. You heard it here first from my dog. <laughs> 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 so. Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. They're going to be a fun team to watch in the playoffs. uh, Kaprizov's probably going to score like 8 billion goals, and it's going to be funny, and I don't have to worry about it because it's a central division, whatever. Uh, (laughs) By the time we talk next week, we will have a really, really good picture of what's going on in the playoffs in uh, in the Western Conference. The East, all the spots have been clinched already. Now it's just down to seeding. The West still has some up for grabs, so – uh, it's going to be down to the wire, and I am excited to uh, to see what happens. That's it for us today. Until next time, Jess, where can folks find you and your work online?
1: Yes, so you can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. If you're on uh, watching on YouTube, you can see the spelling right there on the screen. And then, of course, you can find uh, Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and also YouTube.
0: All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. It's W-R-I-T-E Said Sarah with an H. Locked on Kings available wherever your podcasts, much like this show uh, on your favorite podcast app of choice, YouTube, basically whatever it is, look for the show, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button. So you get little little pop-up notifications when new episode comes out and make sure you keep listening to this show all week long because there's great content coming at you from our great stable of hosts here on Locked on NHL to tell you all about what's going on in the league. We'll be back next Wednesday. Until then, uh, enjoy. Enjoy the chaos of the end (laughs) of the season. This has been Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.